Hey, my loves, welcome to episode number four of the Dynamic Effect podcast. I'm sure there are many jobs out there that people love to do, but I tell you, one of the best rewarding jobs is being a great bonus mom. Join me on this episode as we talk about the five commandments to being a great bonus mom. Are you ready? Welcome to the Dynamic Effect. This is your coach, Coach Kimmy Young with the Dynamic Effect podcast. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. We're in episode number four. And today's episode, the five commandments to being a great bonus mom. Five commandments that I want to give you today about being a bonus mom. So let me tell you this. I'll let you all in on a little secret. So I normally have to take a little bit of content, some research, some coaching skills, and bundle them up to get prepared for a podcast. This was one podcast I really didn't have to do that for at all. I had to come up with my personal five top things that have made me successful at being a bonus mom. So this is right up my alley of what I want to share with you today. So if you say, Coach Kimmy, who can I get some direction and advice and guidance from and being a good bonus mom, a good parent, here we are, the Dynamic Effect podcast and episode number four. All right, so let's hop right into it. So what is a bonus mom? A bonus mom is a woman who has a blended family. She has taken on the responsibility of raising the child of someone else. Either it is a partner, it's her spouse, or she has adopted a child. And they have been known for a long time. Mainstream has always called us a stepmom or stepparents, right? Stepmom, stepdad, stepparents. But I never did like that term. I always think it kind of it did, it separates your birth children, their biological children that you birth into this world and then those that are brought to you through another relationship and through a blended family. So I like to say bonus because they're my bonus kids. I have never, I have never once called them my stepchildren. They're my bonus children. They are an addition to me daily. They are teaching me, they are coaching me what it is like to be a good parent and to be a bonus to their life, right? They are a bonus to mine all the time, but how can I be a bonus and influence into their life? And that's what I want to talk about on today. So let me give you a little bit of history about how I became a bonus mom. So I met my husband uh, when the, his oldest Clay was probably about five, six years old. And the youngest one, um, Marley at the time, who is now the middle child, um, he was, if Clay was about six and they're about four years apart, so two, three years old, um, 
he was he was a little guy and my husband had separated from his partner and he was taking on the responsibility of taking care of his boys and later after we got married about a year later i got pregnant and i had my son romello who was now five years old so all together we have a 13 year old a 10 year old and a five-year-old all boys so my house is quite busy but always fun and never a dull moment all right so let's talk about a little bit about what does it look like when you become a bonus mom so in most cases uh, women can either step into a relationship where a man has children and it is typical in our society for us to see that a woman is generally has more custody than the father and he is just picking up the kids he's doing weekend visits he's doing every weekend or every other weekend uh, we've seen that a lot in the past of our society but the tables are really turning and times are changing. And as we transition through society and people having kids, it looks a little different now. And so for us, that is different. When I met my husband, he had his kids the majority of the time. Now at the time they didn't have a standard set forth court order, but he still had him the majority of the time for whatever the reason was mom was working a lot mom was busy mom was you know doing all the things that she needed to do dad really wanted to have his kids right love that about my husband when i met him he always had his kids he was always taking care of them they were with him he enjoyed being a father he wasn't trying to put them off on anybody else and so as a coming into this role, I said, I really wanted to be a part of children's lives. And I told him from the very first day we met, I do not want drama. And his response to me was, well, what does drama look like? You know, I said, well, I don't want baby mama drama. So whatever that might seem like, look like, whatever you heard about, that's not what I want for my life. And he said, okay, I can, I can agree to that. And things were already very settled. Uh, then it was just a matter of going to court to confirm some orders and getting some things established for the children and not the going back and forth. So at the beginning, it seemed like that. Without a court order, it was a lot of going back and forth and, uh, you know, unknow not knowing like what was going to be, what it was going to look like the next day. And so there wasn't any flexibility in that when i was able to sit down with him and say look we really need to get something in order then because i needed i needed that security and and not having so much going on in my life then he said okay let's let's do that and i really supported him and whatever he needed so that is the very first thing i want to talk about is to have your partners back have your partners back when they are ready to step up to the challenge and the plate of taking responsibility, whether it be going to court, whether it be uh, sitting down to talk with the children, coming up with whatever your household structure is going to look like, support them in that decision. And that's what I did. I said, whatever you want to do, do you want the kids part-time? Do you want them full-time? Do you want them on every other weekend? Do you want the meetup spot to be here? Do you want it to be there? And he told me what he wanted. And I supported him in that. I helped him find the resources for that. We were able to find an extremely good attorney that was able to help us to lay out the plans. This is what we would like to do. And she did that. 
Now, what I want to tell you as a bonus mom is that this is not the time for you to pick out what's best for you. Let me say that again. This is not the time for you to pick out and nitpick and cherry pick. This is good for me. This isn't good for me. This is good for me. Not good for me. Everything in your mind should be, this is good for this child. This is best for this child. When you have very small children involved, even older children, but small children, there is an innate nature for them to be connected with their biological parent. And so you want to make sure that you are doing what's in the best interest of the child. If keeping them more full time is in the best interest because the other parent is unavailable, they're on drugs, they're alcoholics, they're, you know, constantly bringing men in the house or they're constantly changing women up, they're living in different environments, they're not stable. What is the best interest of the child? You don't have to nitpick it and say, well, I just want the kids to live with me because he or she is this way. The best interests of the kids are to live with you because you have a stable house home, stable household that can provide for them. That's what it's about. It's not about the other person. It's about what you can provide for that child. So the first commandment is to have your husband's back. When you have his back and you support him in whatever decision he decides to make, if he says, we may not be able to have the kids full time or I have to have these weekends and these are the weekends that you have your spend class or whatever it is, you have to be supportive in that decision. So ladies, please make sure your number one thing is to support your husband. Now in doing that and supporting your partner, the next part of that is making sure that your partner still has total and whole focus of the relationship, even with all of the kids. All right. So part of being a good bonus parent and an area that my husband and I struggle with for a long time is prioritizing when your marriage comes into place and when child activities come into place. Right. So for example, I have a five-year-old, which takes up so much time and so much energy beyond the fact that my 13-year-old is discovering his self. I have to really help him to put forward efforts in different areas of his life to, to really gear him in the right direction. My husband has to give him that amount of time. My 10-year-old, the middle one, feels like I don't get enough time because the five-year-old gets it, the 13-year-old needs your attention. And so together, we always have to sit down and come up with a plan for like, what is it going to look like for the three boys? And what would it look like for our relationship? Women, I want to tell you, there is a time and a place that you can do anything and everything in your life. When you are a bonus mom, when you are a parent, when you are just a mother in general, there are a lot of things that will go away that you don't get to do at the moment. So if you want to party and hang out and do what you want to do and just live your life, probably not the best time for you to become a parent. If you're ready to make some sacrifices, to give up of yourself and to help encourage and put that time, energy, effort into your children, then parenting might be a really good thing for you. And you could be very successful at parenting. Not only will you be good at parenting your own, but you'll do great as a bonus mom because you are ready and you prioritize your life. I also want to mention this. If you come into a relationship with a man that has children, and at the time, maybe he has the kids 5% of the time, 10, 20% of the time, 
50% of the time. And one day you wake up and their birth mom says, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want a mother anymore. You know, people do it all the time. It says, here, you take them. They live out of state, so maybe you only see them every summer. But then one day they get dropped off at your front porch. And now it's, you need to take care of these kids. This is a moment where you step up and you prioritize. And you look at your life and you say, you know what? I married someone with kids. This is not the time for you to say, I didn't know you had any kids. That'd be different. Granted, it's different if you didn't know he had any kids. But if you knew he had a child, whether he had them any incremental bit piece of a time, this is where you have to say, I support you. And I'm now going to reprioritize my life to support these children. Mom dropped them off on the front porch. Now you have to take on the responsibility of being a great bonus mom. What does that look like for you? You might have to change your work schedule. You might have to get up earlier to adapt to children. You might have to give up your closet space, your room that was an entire closet, or an office space, or a nice guest bedroom for a new bonus child that you're receiving into your home now. This is where supporting your partner comes into place. The one area that's very difficult for us women is that when these situations happen to us, we feel like it's just us, like she's getting over on me. She's dropping these kids off in my lap. She's not even paying any support. She's getting over on me. I'm not to raise these kids and these kids is bad. And okay, are you willing to break down your structure of thinking that all kids are the same way? and really start to make an effect on each of these children's lives. This is what I enjoy so much about being a bonus mom. Let me preface this by saying, we have our children, the oldest two, from my husband's ex-partner, probably about 90% of the year. 90% of the year we have them. That's just how it works out. So you know what I how I look at it, I get 90% of the year. Out of 365 days, I'm not even going to do the math, but I'll tell you, it feels like about 300 of those days, I get to influence those children. Think about that, women. You get to have an influence on someone's life. You can invest so much energy, so much time, so much talent, so many of your treasures into this little life who was so very innocent. When you start to support your partner and when you really start to prioritize life for these children, you get to make a huge impact because although they have their birth parent living, right? These are ones that we're talking about the birth parents are living, even if the birth parent is deceased. You don't have to go into a situation trying to be their parent. You can be the bonus mom that you were designed to be for their life. There are so many things that you can invest into that child's life that no other parent can. I have a son and there's, there's a great relationship that I have there with my five-year-old Right? But my mom can invest so many other things into his life that I will never be able to. 
his father will be able to invest so many other things. So you as the bonus parent can take that and say, I want to invest in this life. It's not about making her do anything. All right. When you get out of that mindset, I thank God I was never in the mindset of how come she won't take these kids? How come she won't be a mom? How come she won't step up to the plate? You birthed these kids, you laid down, you had them. I've never once said that to my husband. I have said, what day and time are the kids coming? Because I want to plan the next trip. I want to take them out the country. I want to take them on the airplane. To know their first airplane ride was with me. Awesome. To know that I experienced them liking their first little girlfriend. Awesome. To know that I get to take them to their doctor's appointments. To know that I taught them how to sweep, how to mop, how to take care of a home. The investment that I have in teaching them about the love of Jesus Christ, amazing to me. All the little first things that I've had with them, all of their teeth that get to come out and I get to put them under their pillow and they get their money. Amazing memories for being a bonus mom. You can take those and you can work with those or with your own hands, you can destroy your family by bickering and having so much drama between the birth parent that you miss the opportunity to parent these children in your home that did not ask to be here. They did not ask to be born. They did not ask to come from a divided home. They didn't ask to be in a blended home. They just need the love and support. And that's what you have to be for them. The next one of the five commandments, the next one, the third one is being flexible. You have got to be flexible. This goes right into being able to support your partner. So being flexible looks like we just talked about changing up your life. Are you willing to systematically dismantle your structure of knowing? And what that means is your structure of knowing is kids should be this way, that way, this way, and this way. Are you willing to be flexible enough to say, you know what? Maybe kids are a different way. If you get a five-year-old kid in your home, they're going to really have a lot of things already established about themselves and about their parents. And this is not the time to try and break them down. This is the time that you need to adapt and be flexible to what that child needs. Let me say that again. You have a child in your home. They've come to your home. Out of someone else's home, their mother raised them their way. Their father raised them his way. There's a reason why the two families separated because they didn't get along. They had differences. Now they're coming into a structure of your home. And all of a sudden, you want them to conform to your rules. Give them time to adapt. The younger they are, the easier it is. But if my 13-year-old now had came to me when he was 13, it would be, oh my goodness, it'd be a whole lot of work, right? But that would be sitting with them, talking with them, learning with them, being flexible with them. Don't come in with the understanding that you're taking over and that I'm mom. You have to listen to me and do what I say do. One thing that I enjoy about being a bonus mom, I'll tell you this, when my boys, when I drop them off at school, when we go to church, when we go out, when we're with family, they have never once called me their stepmom. Never once called me their stepmom. When they talk to their other cousins from the other side of the families, they call me Mama K. Even my five-year-old, he listens to them all the time. And he calls me Mama K, right? Because I'm Kimmy. And so we established that from the very beginning. My husband says, you guys can't call her Kimmy. You can't call her what I call her, babe, honey, patches, little bit. You have to come up with a very respectable name. 
And the name we came up with was Mama K. And everywhere we go, they, they call me Mama K. The middle one every once in a while will call me mom. And I don't mind it. I've had a good seven years with these kids, the majority of their life, influencing them, putting my time, my talents, my treasures, my resources into their life. There is a place that I will forever hold in these children's lives because I've learned to be flexible. I've learned to work with them. I've learned to sit down and to adapt to their world. When they have parent-teachers meetings, who is the first person to schedule the meeting? My husband says, you can do it. (laughs) He doesn't mind doing it, but he works a lot of hours. He has a lot of things to do to make sure he can, you know, the household is ran and kept. And so my position as the mother in the home is I'll do it. I don't take it away from mom. If she wants to do it, she's more than welcome to. Now, I will tell you this. We do have a very good level of communication with me and the birth mom. I would say probably better than dad and the birth mom. So to be very transparent with you, I am a very communicative and a very strategic and a planned out and a resourceful person. I don't wait to the last minute to do anything. So when something comes up for the boys, I say, hey, this is coming up. It's coming up in six months. This is what my intention is and plans to do for the children. Here is the information. Do with it as you please. I don't leave them out, but I do make sure that I am a part of it because it does affect my home. In one way or another, it will have a direct impact on my home and on my children's life. All right? So being flexible. When you're able to be flexible with the children, part of that of what you will do in commandment number four is to really help validate how they feel. Validating how your bonus children feel is so important because I have to sit down with my sons and I have to say, how do you feel? How do you feel about not being able to go to mom's house this weekend because mom has to work? What does that look like for you? Tell me how you feel. And they both have very different feelings. And I've seen the transition from years of doing it that I I know how they feel. So when I know those weekends are coming up and they can't go to mom's house, I say, let's do something. Let's have a fun time. It will help to take their mind off of the situation because, again, it's not their fault, but they're lacking that intimacy with their biological parent. So women, help your children to validate. When they say, I'm sad, don't say, well, you shouldn't be sad because she didn't, she got to work and she got to do what she got to do. And uh, No, this is the time to say, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. What can I do to support you in this moment? Let's plan something out. Let's do something. Because even as adults, we have a hard time working out our own feelings and fleshing out our own emotions. So can you imagine a seven-year-old who you who has an expectation of going to their parents' house and their parent says, you can't go, or I'm busy, or I'll see you the next weekend, or the next weekend never comes? What does that feel like to them? We have our own parents that do that to us at an older age. 
I'm thankful and grateful I didn't come from a blended home, but I have so many friends that did and said it was so difficult because the other parent, the step parent, and that's why they call you a step parent because that's how you treat them, like a stepchild, didn't want to help to validate their feelings that this is hard on me and I don't know what to do without my father. I don't know what to do without my mother. I don't know what to do without the support of life of how it was supposed to be designed. Help me. But they can't say those words. So you have to formulate a way that you can help those children. And that's what it looks like, being flexible and validating how that child feels at that time. All right, so here's commandment number five, the very last one and the very most important one to keep the drama to a minimum be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker. And this falls in so many areas of being a bonus mom. Women, if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode three, we talk about being her cheerleader. And when we talk about being her cheerleader, we're talking about supporting females in every area of our life. This follows really well into episode number four, now that I think about it, because the thing that this mother needs, a biological mother without her children, the thing that she needs the most is you to be a peacemaker and not a mad woman. Think about that, ladies. I really want this to settle in your heart because if you're truly about loving your partner and loving him means loving his children and everything about him, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Loving these children means that you need to create a peaceful environment for them on both sides of their lives, which is in their father's lives. Don't run hell and ruckus out of your own home. And you need to be a peacemaker in their mother's life. Because what will happen is that if you are not supportive of your partner, you will break down your marriage and your home and these kids are back to another blended family. If you break down the, if, if you break down the relationship with their mother, then all that creates is drama so that when they go to their mother's house, all they hear is drama, 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 because this is happening over at your dad's house and now everybody's in a ruckus and now you've broken down two homes all successfully with just a few words that you've used. If I could go on in commandments of commandment of commandment, there are so many of them, but one of the number one ones I wanna say is do not talk about your children's mother and their presence. You could say what you wanna say in a text to their dad and you can talk about it to your girlfriends and your BFFs and you could do all that, but do not talk about these children's mother and their presence ever, ever. They will look down on you. You will not be a good bonus mom because they won't support you as children and they really won't have nothing to say to you because as much as you don't like her, they love her and they want to be with their mother. Situations just didn't allow for them to be. So be her cheerleader, be Bonus's mom's support and help. When we find out information 
that the kid's mom is going through a difficult time or has something going on in her life that is truly having an effect on her, which will in return have a direct effect on the children being with her, I reach out to her. I'm not like, oh, you need to praise Kimmy because she's just, she's this amazing, wonderful woman and she has this amazing relationship with the mom. I know that if my children leave this home and go to a home that is less of the home that they are currently in and an environment that they shouldn't be in or are overwhelmed or a stressed home, all they do is bottle that up and bring it back to my home. So why would I want that for myself? I don't even want that for myself but I really don't want it for them. This is an opportunity for me to say, what is it that I can do, mom, to support you and help you? There are so many things that I do that my husband is like, oh wow, you did that? Yes, I did. And he loves it and he supports me in those endeavors because in the long run, it affects him. What man wants to keep being badgered and have baby mama drama? They don't. But women, you create a lot of the baby mama drama that y'all like. That is one thing. I told him from the beginning, I don't want the drama. How can I not have the drama? I can support her. Their relationship is no more. She doesn't want him. He doesn't want her. It's all about the kids now. I don't need to prove a point that I got him. I married him. I'm with them, right? There's no purpose, women, for you to keep trying to prove a point that you're better than she was and that you're doing it better than she ever could imagine and now you have her kids and you're raising her. Put yourself in her position. If this was my little one with her, what would I want her to do? What would I, what would I want her, how would I want her to support me if, if my children were in her home? What could I offer to another mom who is struggling and needs help? If she has a partner and her partner's with her, that's great. These are kind of the some of the rules that I've established for our home of how we will run being a blended family. If the other partner does not have a significant other, right? They're not married. They don't have a boyfriend. They don't have someone who is really cherishing them. I truly believe it is the children's responsibility through the father or the bonus mom to make sure that that mother has those special intimate moments with her kids on special days. If it is her birthday, take the kids to buy her a birthday card, buy her a birthday gift. When you drop the kids off, give it to them to give to the mother. That's not going to hurt you, but a couple dollars to take them to the 99 cent store. The kids will forever and always remember that. Number one, they are supporting and they're loving their mother like they need to. And number two, it's not taking anything away from you being a great mom. If anything, it makes you an honorable woman that you can stand up and say, let me spend $5, ladies. I didn't say you had to go and Hallmark store and get a $15 card and a $200 Dooney and Burke purse. Go to the Dollar Tree store or have the kids make a card and let them pick out something that they know their mom would enjoy. Her favorite color candle could be a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Come on, ladies, let's think through this process. Put it in a 99 cent bag with some tissue paper 
and look at the smile on your children's face as they get out the car and they hand it to her. You have just not only taught your children how to give and how to love, you've taught them what it looks like to have a family of oneness. But if you're constantly fighting that, like I'm not doing for her, she didn't and she don't need this, she don't even pay support. Really, is $5 really gonna make you or break you? This is when I would put the call out to Coach Kimmy and say, help me, teach me, coach me on how to be a great bonus mom. I struggle in this area. Tell, tell, just tell me that. Kimmy, I struggle in this area of how to be a great bonus mom. I hear your story, but it's nothing like mine. Oh, trust me. This didn't get to where I am like this overnight. Yes, I've been a great mom. I've been a great person. That's only by the grace of God that I've gotten to where I, where I am. But the situation was not always this big, bright, pretty picture. We've pushed and we've struggled and we've conformed to this new life and been flexible to have a better outcome for our children. So reach out to me, www.kimmieyoung.com or email me service at kimmyyoung.com and say, hey, bonus mom, I want to be a great bonus mom. What are the tools and steps and resources for me to do that? And we'll go through these commandments and a few others. And I guarantee you, there's not one that I haven't heard of. You're like, oh, I can challenge you. I'm sure you, you haven't heard of this. At the end of the day, you still need to love those children. You still need to support your partner. You still need to prioritize your relationship. You still need to be flexible. You still need to be a support to them. You need to validate their feelings and you need to be a peacemaker. When you learn to do these five commandments, you will then be a successful bonus mom. There might be only one or two that you really need to work on, but I'm here for you. I support you and I want to help you to get over this because being a bonus parent, besides the fact that marriage in itself is hard when you meet somebody, when you add the elements and components of now having children in the home, when you didn't even have that honeymoon phase, right? You, it, things have like extramentally like just increased your stress level. But you can learn how to decrease that, have a great outcome, and have a beautiful, beautiful child at the end of this journey to say, I did that. I was a part of that. I supported my husband. I was flexible. I validated how my son felt and I was a peacemaker with their mother. I was a peacemaker with their father. I was a peacemaker with the grandparents. I created a peaceful home and a peaceful environment so at the end of the day, when I go to bed and I lay my head down, if I leave this world today, I know that my bonus children will speak words of kindness. They will speak words honoring me. They will speak words of love. And they will show that to others. Because I'm not just raising my one generation, right? I'm raising future generations through my sons. 
Yes, it gets difficult and yes, it's hard, but I have a responsibility placed on me to take care of these three little boys and to raise them along with my husband by his side and support him in whatever he needs to make sure these three lives are successful. And that is what the dynamic effect is about. Being dynamic in every area of your life. If you want to be the CEO, great, be a dynamic CEO. You want to be the best burger flipper in the world, be dynamic at it. You want to be the best car mechanic, be dynamic at it. If you want to be the best bonus mom, be dynamic at it and learn how to do that. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you all continue to support me, and that you continue to listen to the dynamic effect. I can't wait to join you next week on episode five. As this gets better, we get hungrier for some more content. If you'd like to reach out to me, please do so, www.kimmyyoung.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at Dynamic Kimmy but dynamic coaching. Take care until next time, my loves. I will see you again. Bye-bye.